Santana. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, Pops, he fires to the far side. It's intercepted and running into the touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome back to IDP Nation. Uh, we had to take a week off last week, but we are back, and we got a special guest with us tonight. What's going on, Kyle? What's happening, Hollywood? Hey, Did you, you miss me, buddy? No, Did you- I didn't miss you, no. Okay, same here. You? No, I didn't miss you. <laughs> I, you know, I'm watching a little hockey, a little baseball, a little basketball. Yeah. Got a couple cold beverages over here, but yeah, like I'm, I'm doing good. Good deal, man. No, happy to be back, and I'm really excited about tonight's show, man. We got a killer show lined up. Pumped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a great show lined up. Um, So let's bring in our guest. Yes, sir. Uh, We have got the great, the GOAT, Chris Robin. Some of you better know him as Detroit Beastie. What's up, Beastie? Yeah, that's me. Thanks for having me. I got a quick question for you, Hollywood. So, you know, we were anybody that's watching this live or will watch this. We we chatted for about 30 minutes before we went live and you drank one or two of those cold (laughs) beverages. You just opened another one. Where do you go? I'm sure you have to pee in the middle of a broadcast. Do you just get up and leave and and leave Kyle hanging here? Or or what do you are you you peeing right now? We don't know. (laughs) That's exactly what he does. He, he'll just walk off. He just goes. And then okay. just, yeah, I don't he'll... just walk off. I, I kind of put in the chat, you know, be right back. I try to give him a heads up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, your, ti- your timing well, is always spectacular, too. You know, early in the show, anyway. Now, the later the show gets, I can't promise that the be right back will be there, but I'm just saying, you know. Fantastic. But how you been, man? I'm good. The last time uh, we connected was, I I believe, uh, you know, prior to the draft, the day of the draft, uh, we got together for, I believe, two or three hours uh, and it was fantastic. It was the perfect way to kind of, you know, we start slow and speed up and then bam, it was the draft, which was, uh, you know, head spinning for everybody (laughs) needed a full week, you know, Sunday. Yeah. I mean, we're we're going back a month now, almost two months that Sunday after the draft was over, I, I was in bed from, I went to bed Saturday night and I didn't even get out of bed until Monday morning. (laughs) I was spent burned out, but in a good way, you know, there's like, there's good, excited or nervous, excited. Like if you got to go to court, like that's a nervous excitement, but I was, I was uh, full fully uh stimulated my mind was 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 good and done right so i just rested and i laid around and i thought about it for a while and uh there was a connection uh when we were when we were get when we got together on the draft show and uh i wouldn't be surprised to see us capture it again here this evening boys yeah absolutely man and you know we kind of discussed we we had a we did what a two or three hour pre-show and it didn't seem like it was long enough or we 20 minutes yeah i mean it just freaking flew by um amazing how that such a long span seems like it's just like you blink and it's over so 
Um, and I never yeah. learn and I never learn like I, you know, our broadcasts are like literally feel like five minutes. Right? right. And then when people ask you on or you start, you do your own thing and you know, it's going to be, you know, two hours or a pot -a -thon and you have three or four hours to fill. I always get, you know, nervous and like freak out. Like I'm going to be like, I'm going to freeze or I'm going to stutter. Or I'm going to, you know, dead air, which is awful in a broadcast here. And then before you know it, before you have time to, to comprehend it, the show and the broadcast is over it goes by yeah. that fast so as long as you're you know you stay on your toes you're open-minded you're loose you're 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 cool to have fun don't take it too serious you don't have to wear a tie or nothing then everything is yeah. good yeah man yeah good stuff well, totally agree have fun right yeah uh, absolutely that's what it's all about number if one you're not yeah. having fun then why are you doing it right right I mean, absolutely man totally agree i mean if you're not having fun i mean that's the whole reason behind everything mm -hmm. that's that's what fantasy is about that's what yeah you know to me that's what everything is about if, yep. if you're yeah. not having fun then don't do it you know yeah. do something you else try something else so. yeah. like i'm already excited for tomorrow's baseball action from a dfs perspective oh, i already wow. have notes for tomorrow right so when i wake up in the morning uh i that's the first thing i do i make a cup of coffee and i sit on the couch and i you know start combing through some stuff and i'm always excited about that the, the day or the morning that i wake up and i'm like Man, this stinks. I don't. Then I, 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 I'll give up doing it. But I don't see that happening anytime soon. I really, genuinely live and breathe DFS, and I love doing it from start to finish. That's awesome, yep. man. That Same is so with cool. me with IDP. I mean, I, I play offense and all this stuff, but IDP is where it's at. I mean, yeah. I just eat, sleep, and breathe it, man. Just I, I'm at yes, work sir. doing something, and I'll click over, and I'm like, oh, here it is, and I've got a. I'll click on my notes or my sheet or whatever and add this or working on an article. And I'm like, it's just constant 24 seven. So, but yeah. Um, so let's get rolling. I mean, I know you've got to go here in a little while. So we want to soak up as much of your knowledge as we can. Uh, so we'll get through these news and notes real quick and then we'll get on to the main event here. Um, Washington defensive end Chase Young said he suffered a hip injury before the 2020 season and dealt with a groin injury in the season's first month, which I don't recall hearing. And no. impressive for the defensive rookie of the year, you know, to be dealing with those type of injuries and still put up the season he had, which if you remember that, or if you remember back, that kind of makes sense because he kind of got off to a little bit of a slow start there. So yeah. with those injuries, that makes sense to why he was slow getting out of the gate. Yeah, that's uh... – I, that's not something I, I realized either. And I mean, like you said, he was defensive rookie of the year. He was awesome. He had seven and a half sacks, 44 tackles um, in 15 games. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty dang strong rookie season. And, you know, he's just a, he's a special talent and that Washington defense and that, oh. especially that defensive line, that oh, defensive line is crazy. I'm in love. I'm yeah, in love. absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, for if, if you, if you just like football in general, like defense, it's a joy to watch, and it's just an absolute joy to own those guys. Have those guys on your team, and uh, and um, it's uh, 
yeah, that that team is that defense is something. And they're so want, young. That's the yeah. thing. They're so freaking young. That's what I was gonna say. Like yeah. so long, like long the the days of, of you know having you know like a thirty five year old uh, all pro linebacker who's at the end of his career. Like every team, you'd say that. Well, you know this guy, he's old, he's on his way out, but he's here to coach the kids. And it seemed like all all teams had one of those guys yeah. when I was growing up, or yep. you know in in middle school, high school, whatever. And now it's not even necessary. Look at what Washington's doing. They're all young kids and they're all growing and learning together. And Mm -hmm. it's going to be scary for a long time for the NFC East. Right. And people, you know, that's one of the more polarizing divisions in football because Dallas Mm -hmm. is in there. You know, the Giants are in there and everybody, you know, hitches their wagon to those two franchises. Right. The Giants and um and, and the Dallas Cowboys. So nobody wants to have an open and honest conversation about how good Washington is going to be long-term. I said mm-hmm. it last season and the season before that, right? If Washington can, you know, Fitzpatrick is there to, you know, bridge the gap probably, but if Washington could, could have, could land a, a quarterback like a, a Deshaun Watson, not Deshaun <laughs> Watson himself, but like a Trey Lance or a Justin right. Fields, a yeah. young kid who's got an arm, but can get it done with his legs too. Imagine Lamar Jackson on the Washington football team. Damn. You know, it, it would just be insane. It would be that they're, they're still working their way into that. And they're going to, I mean, they won the division for heck's sake last season, you know, on yeah. a whim, right? Right. So they they know what they're doing. And I'd like to think that, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick there to help bridge the gap when they're ready to go, when they're when they're when they jump in that win now pool, they're going to put they're going to pluck a a quarterback from the draft or free agency or a trade and say, now now we're ready to roll. Because that's if you look at what, you know, win now teams do Super Bowl contenders like Kansas City, they were good. They grabbed Patrick Mahomes. Dallas was good. They grabbed Dak Prescott. So now Mm -hmm. teams are, are figuring out that way. And I'd like to think if I can get my little lions dig in here, like to think the lions, the lions are are in the early stages of doing that same exact thing. They got golf to help bridge the gap for a couple seasons, build the old line, build the defensive line. And then when they're ready, they're going to put a a young stud quarterback in there and go, it's yours. Let's roll. Yep. And speaking of defensive lines, you, you all drafted two top tier in my mind, two top tier rookies and Elaine McNeil and Levi Ozawinke. Uh, those two are going to be beasts for you guys. Mm-hmm. Excited, yeah. Yes. And, and again, right, so every everybody here in Detroit or anybody who's a Lions fan, we're just predisposed to, you know, you have a, a top 10 pick, draft a wide receiver, you have a top 10 pick, drafted offensive play, you know, tight end or running back, whatever, and that hasn't worked for us at all. We've seen all the nastiness that's happened because of that. And so finally you get a guy like Brad Campbell, uh, you know, Dan Campbell, excuse me, and Brad Holmes, first-time head coach, first-time GM, and they have a vision, and they their first-ever draft together, they executed that. And I'm over the moon about it, but yet you get th- these these people, and we were – Hollywood, you and I were talking about this before the broadcast, but in in relation to Julio going to Tennessee, right? No matter what happens in football or, or, or sports in general, there's never a there's never an all consensus positive thing. There, right. There's always groups of people or one or two specific people that have to be an asshole about it. Oh, that's exactly. horrible. What Brad and Dan did with the line, they're they're single-handedly ruining the Lions franchise. Well, the Lions franchise has been down and out already, so what harm (laughs) could it be? 
Julio <laughs> going to Tennessee is not bad. It's not no. going to hurt Derrick Henry. It doesn't make A.J. Brown useless. And But those are the comments that we've seen since Julio yep. has gone to Tennessee. Not, well, I don't think it'll, it'll ever happen again where something happens in the sports world and everybody – Excuse me. Everybody universally <laughs> is excited about it. Not one negative no. comment or not yeah. one jerk saying, oh, this is awful. Can't we just enjoy what we're seeing? Can't we just be happy for Tennessee? Can't we be happy for the offensive talents in Tennessee or, or the defensive line? Everybody, it, you know what? You know what people do that? The, the people that are miserable in their own lives, they they hate their wife or they hate their husbands, their job sucks, and they have no other outlet but to put other people down and they have no other way, you know, to deal with their miserable, insignificant lives where they have right. to, you know, talk ill uh, of fantasy football players or professional athletes. So I just find that uh, it's, it, it's, it's sad, but in the same way, it's, 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 you know, it's exciting in the same way. I told you, Hollywood, people have meltdowns and I'm oh, yeah. nosy. You know, it doesn't mean I don't feel bad for people, but I'm nosy. Yeah, some people just take it too far, man. They just, mm -hmm. I'm like you, it's just like, if you're that damn miserable, just get the hell out of it. You know, M move on to something else, you know, uh, too much negativity. Just, we need more positivity and we don't get enough of it. So yeah, I'm with you yeah. on that. If I'm in a bit really quick, I won't stall the show with, you know, my no, you're good. my therapy session here. But right, <laughs> if I'm miserable, like I'm not married, I have no kids, but let's say I was miserable in a relationship or if I had a wife and I hated her. The only the only thing, the only way I can change that is me. I'm not going to put you Hollywood. You're not going to change the situation. K Bell, you're not going to change the situation. I'm responsible for my own well-being. I'm responsible for my own, you know, moods and my attitudes. I can't control people, places, and things. All right. I can do is control how I react to them. So if you're mad, if you're down and out, call somebody, seek help if it's that uh, if it's that dire. But if it's just miserable because you hate your your job or you know something your neighbor stinks, something like that, you have the power. People pawn everybody pawns off their problems on other people when yeah. in reality. It's only you. You're responsible for your right. own happiness, your own joy. And no matter what you do or where you go, you're going to find what you're looking for. If you want to be uh, hateful and miserable, you're going to find that in droves. If you want to be happy, positive, productive, you're going to find that too. What are you looking to do? Simple as that. Yep. For yeah. sure, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Totally Beastie's um, therapy so, session so uh, 101 is, is done and over with. So thank <laughs> you, man. Love it, man. Hey, let it rip, man. Let it <laughs> yep, rip. Yep, you have oh, the floor, shoot. man. So we, we got to appease Kyle here. You know, his <laughs> Packers, they signed linebacker Devontae Campbell, formerly of the Cardinals, to a one-year deal. Not hating it. I mean, we, oh. we know the struggles they've had for the past few years. Hey, everybody says I have a crush on him, but you know what? Proof is in the pudding. What happened? <laughs> They let Blake Martinez walk and go somewhere else, and it's been a disaster ever since. They've tried Christian Kirksey, Chris Barnes, Oren Burks. You know, they've tried so many guys, and it's just not panned out yet. So Devondre Campbell, you know, they got. I'm sure they got him on a cheap deal. They're bringing him in. Not hating it. Um, so we'll see how he does. Kyle, what are you thinking? Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's a pretty pretty solid June signing for Green Bay, considering what's on the depth chart, right? Um, 
you know, I, that's, I like it from that aspect for sure because you bring in a veteran like Campbell who's been around and you pair him with the Young Bucks, you know, for the offseason stuff. I think that's a good thing. Um, you know, I think, you know, we, we still have a lot to see with what Joe Barry's scheme is going to look like because right now um, they, they said there's not a whole lot changing as far as what's coming out right now. From, and that's from a good thing. Right. So that's what they're saying. You know, the language is changing the calls. Obviously he's got his own, you know, set up for that stuff. Um, all the position coaches are back, whether it's in different roles or they're same, they're on the staff. So that's good. So the familiarity is there with the guys returning. So, but we still don't quite know what his schemes exactly going to look like. Um, so that makes me wonder, you know, if, if they're going to play as much dime as they did, you know, it, there's probably not going to be two valuable linebackers for IDP. So, the the main the guy the main guy is the one you want you know are we are gonna get gonna get to linebacker looks more this year you know Barry scheme and you know like you know last year I liked Chris Barnes I liked what he what he did as undrafted rookie we were lucky that he came in and, and performed well because Kirksey was a shit show um, and you know so I, I do like Barnes I'm still I wouldn't wouldn't cut Barnes because of the signing if you can get him cheap or somebody cuts him pick him up because you know he was. I thought he was solid last year, given he was a rookie. Um, he played well down the stretch for him. He was he kicked Kirksey to the side down the stretch and was the guy they turned to. Um, come on, Martin as well. I like Martin. You know he got dinged up, and, and so did Barnes. So and Campbell's definitely makes sense. You know those guys got a little dinged up last year. Um, so yeah, I guess I, I like I like the signing. I'm not sure what his role is going to be, and it, it's obviously early. But uh, and you know we got we got to find out what the scheme's going to look like and what you know potential you know packages are going to be rolling out and you know are, are they going to play a ton of that dime again and just kind of have one guy playing a high percent of snaps and the other guy's 50 percent or whatever but um yeah I, I like the i like the signing here in june pretty solid get for them considering the depth chart uh, really fast if i may so uh, like a casual fantasy football fan right what you know they don't know too much about the offensive side or defensive side well, what's the first thing a casual fantasy football fan looks for they look for rushing yardage receptions touchdowns mm -hmm. right so for idp a casual idp fan you'd have to think what's the first thing you look for tackles and sacks campbell sure. fell one one tackle shy of a hundred right but triple digit in, in tackles is is massive especially depending mm -hmm. on your on your points your scoring points there a hundred tackles is no joke a, a bum off the street doesn't have a hundred tackles exactly. and Campbell had 99 last season and mm -hmm. I believe what Gabel helping a two and a half sacks three sacks yeah something yeah, like something that like so yep. 99 yep. tackles is not it, it's that, that's something to build on and mm -hmm. I think he's only 26 maybe 27 years yeah. old so yeah he's uh, right in that range. the best is yet to come with him and so you know as a Lions fan uh, I don't like that Campbell went to Green Bay but in <laughs> taking my taking my fandom aside right. for IDP purposes you know he's a cheap uh, a cheap yeah. uh addition right now if you're trading right. a throw in right. right with some offensive right. guys and sure. hey can I get Campbell he's not you know, you know talk him down whatever yeah. 99 tackles is legit and I fully expect him to repeat what he did last year with Green Bay and I don't think it's going to be that tough yeah yeah realistically yeah. I mean what what a spot for him to land at this point right you know as far as in the you know, north, yeah, yeah. I mean, run heavy teams. That's never that hasn't yeah. gone away. I mean, the black yeah. and blue division. So right, the right. opportunity for for tackles yeah. on the is is immense. If yep. he can, if he like I said, if he can, we don't kind of waiting to see how this all shakes out with Joe Barry. But if he can seize the job and be the guy, then yeah, I mean, that's a that's such a productive spot for IDP that that 
the main dude, the the guy running the calling the shots with the dot for the for the Packers. Um, yeah, so I mean, pick him up, see what happens. Uh, sta- I'm still stashing Barnes, keeping Barnes and, and Martin as well. I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen, and um, take all the shots you can and, and see how it unfolds because it's off season. We're all just projecting what we think could happen, right? So, but uh, no, I, I agree that he's got a chance to repeat what he did for sure. Yep, good stuff. Um, free agent cornerback Drake Kirkpatrick visiting with the Saints this past Thursday. They definitely need some cornerback help with the loss of Janoris Jenkins, some others. So they're looking to upgrade that unit. Um, Lattimore you know, getting arrested with a gun. I mean, that's uh, yeah, that's huge. So yeah, yeah, it's a like you said, a good vet signing for them. Um, can never have enough corners, right? And cheap too. I mean, they're getting yeah. if they sign him, it's going to be a cheap veteran deal. So, right, you know, it's going to be good value. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, here's one that's interesting. You know, it's rookie season. The U.S. Navy denied Tampa Bay defensive back Cameron Kinley's waiver to delay his commission to play in the NFL this year, and that's something that we've not seen in quite some time because usually the Armed forces, you know, Army, Navy, Air Force, whatever, they've been pretty generous to say, hey, you know what, you're good enough to go to the NFL. Go ahead and pursue that. And when you're done, you owe us, you know, you owe us this yeah. time. And, and most of these kids are okay with that because they they know what they signed up for. Uh, I'm just surprised that they've denied this. And apparently they don't know why he's been denied. It's just kind of saying, nope. Uh and I've read up on some stuff. Air Force has got an open policy where they're like, you know, if you can get drafted and go play, then you go do that. We're yeah. not going to hinder you. But remember, you owe us four, five, six years, two years, whatever you signed up for, you owe us. Uh, Army's kind of the same way. They're not they're not denying players either, but it's interesting that Navy has denied this. So You know, I, you mentioned that. It's funny you mentioned that because <clears> – <throat> Uh, I believe this time last year, right before in the MLB season, there's a, a young kid. He in, he pitches for the Kansas City Royals. He was in their in their system, right? And you know, this time last year, when we're or actually before, like a month or two ago, when we start to do prospect lists, this kid was a top ten prospect and a, and a left-handed pitcher, if I'm not mistaken. And now his his he's being delayed to to enter the the AAA and to pitch for the Kansas City Royals because the the navy denied his uh waiver to to join you know the the, the ball club because the kid was drafted he pitched a couple innings wow. here and there but the navy said no that's as far as we're letting you get for now so uh so yeah. now back to back years the navy has done this to uh prospective you know professional athletes yeah and it seems to be only the navy from what i can read upon and information i can gather it's just the navy that's doing this cuz like I said, Air Force, open policy, you know, for now, hey, if you can make the pros or professional leagues, we're going to allow it. But yeah. remember, you well, are because it's literally it's time sensitive. You can't yeah. you can't serve yeah. in the Navy yeah. until you're 35 and then, oh, you want to be a running back. You're 35. You might as well right. be 100 years old. So it's time sensitive. And yeah, it's shocking. You know what? I'm going to write that down and look into that because, again, back to back seasons baseball and football the navy has denied these kids yeah that's uh, just not something that we've seen recently uh just you know in any of the the armed forces so i just thought that was interesting that he got turned down there 
Um, 49ers, they signed safety Tony Jefferson, formerly of the Ravens. Um, you may remember he set out last year. He's 29. He hasn't played since 2019 when he hurt his ACL, his third season with Baltimore. And I thought at that time he was one of the better safeties in the game. Um, unfortunately, got hurt. You know, I think that was a reason. Then you had this COVID thing last year. So I almost think that the ACL tear came at the right time because of COVID. But teams were hesitant to re-sign him. But if he's healthy, man, he's he's a top 15 safety easy. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, Jaquiski Tart and Marcel Harris aren't exactly going to be tough to beat out if he can show he's healthy World and get news. back. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, I mean, so – like you said, Daryl, if, if Tony Jefferson can show he's healthy, there's a road to a spot if he can get back to form because he had some he had some nice seasons for for Arizona and Baltimore. So, um, you know, I, I always was a Tony Jefferson fan. He was fun to watch. He's a good player. I had him on quite a few rosters. So um, definitely excited to see if he can come back and uh, and get back to form here. And, you know, pretty pretty solid spot for him there too. Like, like you said, Chris, not exactly world beaters in front of him. And again, much like if you compare, you know, for I know people that that are watching this live or will watch this, uh, that they're probably all kinds of IDP people, you know, degenerates like us. And maybe they're casual <laughs> fans or maybe someone watching this right now has never played IDP and they're interested in getting into it. So when you look at, you know, running backs like rookie running backs or uh, rookie or excuse me, or uh, free agent signings, I always think when it comes to offensive talent, what's what's that the, the guy? guy's path to playing time what yeah. does he have a clear path to to snaps like trey sermon in san francisco he has a clear path to to rb1 <clears throat> type workload and tony jefferson has a clear path to you know playing time in the backfield at, at safety here so you know you can compare both sides but i look at it the same offense and defense is there a clear path to getting some sort of meaningful playing time because again in dfs formats and an idp and offense super flex whatever if you're not on on the field you're not accumulating fantasy points if you're on the bench yes, what's the yep. point so yep. yeah to, that, the signing uh tony jefferson is, is is great there's there's clear uh there's uh, there's a path there right yeah, man to totally dig that yeah well said um so we got two more pieces we'll run through these real quick the vikings signed cornerback bashad breland to a one-year four million dollar deal I think they got some issues at corner, so it's a cheap, good signing for them. Um, not an elite corner by any means, but uh, definitely gives them some much-needed help. Yeah, um, good veteran signing for him. I know um, Gladney's in some problems, has some issues here. I yep. mean, just awful Very reports, terrible. just just terrible stuff that the reports yeah. came out that I don't awful. even. Yeah, I, I read it, and it's not. Not yeah, good, just awful, awful stuff. So yeah, not not to get into that at all, but yeah. So signing Breland makes sense because you know they need somebody opposite of Patrick Peterson, and um, yeah, good bet, good bet signing. And then our last piece is something I think we all expected, but NBC Sports Peter King reports that most observers believe that the NFL will eventually move to an eight game eighteen game season. Um, I'm kind of surprised that it didn't happen all at once. Um, you know, why go 17, then down the road a few years later, move to 18? 
if you're going to go to 18, just do it all at once, kind of for a lack of a better term, rip the Band-Aid off and let's go. So I'm kind of surprised at that. I'm not surprised at 18 games. I'm just kind of surprised they're kind of stringing it out more or less. But Hollywood, I, I, I think I know why, and I'll tell you if you if you want me to. So a yeah, lot of ahead. these owners, yeah. everything has to be approved by by the owners. They all right. get together, and oh, it just so happens every owner is like an eighty year old white guy. They're set in their ways. They don't like change. So God only knows how long you know adding a seventeenth game. What was been in the works behind the scenes? I'd like to think it was, you know, going on five, 10 years, they've been talking about it. And finally, you know, you, you get some of these, these young bucks in the front offices to talk to, you know, the Jerry Jones, who's like right. 90 or uh, <laughs> Robert Kraft, who has literally just turned 80. They don't right. like change and they right. want everything to stay the same. Right. So, you know, doing, uh, you know, adding two extra games in, in one pop there would have never been, would have never cleared, uh, you know, the, the voting process here. So they're doing it. They're doing it a slow burn. Let's add one game. And then maybe that, that 18th game will take another year or two, but the owners will come around it. I'm almost certain that's the, that's the issue. 80 year old uh, white guys don't like change. So, you know, the, lucky enough to get that the extra game as it stands now to 17. I, I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, I think so too. It's <laughs> a good take. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I think it's also money driven. Uh, you, right. You got to remember. Oh, it's all money. Driven. Yeah. Yes. They don't want to accept change. So the only way you're going to change is to convince them that it's going to put more of those dollar bills in their case, hundred dollar bills in their pocket. Um, if you can convince them that that's going to happen, then they're going to jump all over it. Um, and, and I'm with you, Chris. I think that's the case. They don't want to do anything different from what they've done the past 50, 60 freaking years. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you have to do something to change their mind. And I think the money aspect is where it's, yeah, and, and there's just just unbelievable amount that probably goes into this, right? So they want more money. Well, we'll give you an extra game, and you're going to get more money. Then they want, I'm sure the owners and every, everybody in each organization has a plan of, of how much money, literally to the penny, right? Well, you know, it, like if, Hollywood, if you and I had an agreement and said, uh, I'll give you my DFS lines, just give me 50 bucks. You'd say, cool, well, let's have at it. But in, in NFL ownership, we're going to give each team $100 million a season. And the owners, well, well how much of, of that is me? Cold, hard cash exactly. in my pocket. Because it's, exactly. all getting, it's all getting cut up. There's middlemen. They got to pay. They got to do this, blah, blah, blah. So it, it, it's just, it's mind-numbing how much time and that goes into this, all for the rich to get richer. Yep, absolutely. I couldn't agree. Yeah. Any more and by the way, if you want to send me 50 bucks, I'll send you DFS signs. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, we can discuss something off air. We can discuss something off air. Good. Uh, awesome. Awesome stuff. So, uh, as you know, we got to pay a few bills here. Um, we want to thank you to My Fancy League because uh, they sponsor our listener leagues, IDP nation listener leagues. They just uh, sponsor the IDP invitational that the IDP guys has got together, which is a, was a big hit last year in its first year. I expect that thing to grow. So, you know, not only us, they do so many things sponsoring charity in fantasy leagues. They're just, they're so awesome. Um, Anytime you've had an issue or I've had an issue, I go to them and say, Hey, this is not working or this is right. Quick. 
they've been quick to answer and they've been quick to fix it. So, uh, you know, Gary Davenport, as many of y'all know, he does the uh, position changes. I do not envy him on that, but yeah. he does, he does a great job. And mm-hmm. so I, I just wanted to give my fancy league a special shout out, um, for that. And then, um, of course I've got a couple here. Um, trophysmack.com you know if you're looking to crown a champion if you're looking to get they've got stuff for your losers of your league they got so many things you've seen it over the over the last year or so there's a ring that they sent us you know to promote this thing is heavy well made bling bling for a fancy ring Football, baseball, basketball, hockey, anything you want, they've got it. Uh, you know, you can click on my Twitter page. I've got it up there. You can get a special uh, rate. You know, they got belts, rings, trophies, plaques. The belts are off the hook. Uh, so good. So go check them out. And then um, our third sponsor, we'll just get them all together here. Action 24-7 Sports. It's a locally owned gambling site. For Tennesseans, by Tennesseans. Um, the one drawback is you have to live in the state of Tennessee to use them, but that's okay. A lot of our listeners are here, but they got so many good things going on. You know, they've got the road to Omaha thing going on with the college regionals. Um, you know, if you're here in Tennessee, Tennessee, Vanderbilt are both in there. Tennessee's hosting a, a, a super regional that starts Friday. Uh, you know, we got a big contest that's going on or a big uh, contest game going up against LSU. They're doing the, uh, uh, you know, if you couldn't get tickets, they're doing a big free-for-all viewing party out in the parking lot outside the stadium. So go check that out. I'm hoping to attend that. Cooler in hand, baby. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Um, they got soccer. They got baseball, basketball, golf. You know, Ping pong. You know, yeah, ping pong, darts. Good. If you know it, they got it. Um <laughs> You know, they got golf insurance starting this week. Bet the outright winner of the PGA tournament. If that person doesn't win, but does finish in the top 10, guess what? You get a $25 free bet for them. Happy hour every Tuesday and Thursday from 12 to 1 and Saturday and Sunday, 3 to 4. There'll be no juice on all their MLB games. They got NBL playoff insurance. They got uh, NBA player props. They got anything and everything that you want. It's a clean and easy-to-use site. I've been on there. It's so easy to use. And it's just as good as some of the, quote, big boys that, you know. Uh, so if you live in Tennessee, go check them out. And as always, you know, we got a few costs here with podcasting. So when you go make your deposits, use your promo code, Hollywood100. You get a, they'll match you up to uh, $200 on your bets or on your deposit. So if you bet 200, they're going to give you 200. And then we get a kickback off of that as well, which helps us with some of our podcasting costs. And we appreciate each and every one of y'all that does that. Um, love y'all so much. And what a great segue. We're talking about betting sites. And this, this is why we got you here, Beastie. Um, yes, sir. My time on Main event. Yeah, your time to shine, baby. We're going to talk some DFS and sportsbook betting. Um, I know I have, as I told you before the show started, I get a lot of DMs saying, hey, what do you know about DFS? What do you know about sportsbook betting? 
I know enough to cause you a lot of trouble. So I refer everyone I know to you. I'm like, you need to go talk to Detroit Beastie. Uh, Chris knows everything. He can set you in the right direction, no matter the sport, no matter what it's going on. Um, you're you're my go-to. So, um, Well, thank you. Uh, no, thank you. That's why we brought you on. I thought it was a perfect time to do this. So some questions. Um, what type of DFS or sports book betting do you do? Well, when it comes to who would have thought, you know, like if you would have asked me in 2012, like when DFS was in its infancy and I couldn't buy a win, I'm just hemorrhaging money. You know, if <laughs> if you would have told me, fast forward to 2020 or 2021 and you'll be writing and broadcasting and people will value your opinion, I would have told you you're a dummy. There's no way I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a nobody. I can't, like I said, I can't buy a win here, but I do, you know, it's over the, it's a great question and I don't want to answer it, you know, in, in a vague sense here, but you know, sh short story or, or long story short here, it's been all these years full of, of of hands-on kind of stuff, process of elimination, go for a lot of failing. I failed so many times, but good thing as K-Bell and I were talking about before the broadcast started, I write everything down. I have notebooks from 2015, all the, all the, the DFS contests I played in, how much I put in, how much I won. And I've logged, I still log all that stuff so I can look back because what works and what doesn't work. I found in all my years, and especially in the last year or two, DFS has just exploded. Let's say the last two or three years, yeah. it's just exploded. And everybody, it's like the Three Stooges hair on fire. Everybody's looking around <laughs> for uh, for advice or for methods, right? Any 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 schlub could, could call me or, or message me and say, uh, let me pay you money for lines. I would decline, but a lot, not a lot of people would, they want money and they want all that stuff. And that does, you no good. If I, if you buy lines for me, you'll win. Absolutely. But what if I'm not around or what if I don't answer you, you piss me off something you're left to your own devices. So it's so very important to, uh, to get your own method and the only own method and own process. And the only way that is possible is by, you know, feet to the fire playing and you're going to fail but at the end of it all you're going to come out better for having gone through that so you know don't let anybody tell you anything silly and you know this is my way you have to do it my no everybody is different everybody has their own process here so when it comes to dfs i've learned over the years smaller the slate the better now i know people that say the exact opposite smaller slates i fade i don't fade means wow. I, you don't play you fade a player fade a slate just completely ignore it i love small slates two slate two games so four teams is is my bread and butter i go nuts i go wild i, I can't get enough entries there three games is my max if i'm feeling froggy sure four but that's my process that's my method that's what works for me so any new timer or, or dfs person who's played a little bit and they want to up their 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 dfs game playing to the next level just continue to start slow you're not going to uh you know hit for ten thousand dollars every night <laughs> on a dollar or two entry. It's just exactly. not feasible. You have a better chance going to your gas local gas station and buying a lottery ticket. You'll probably hit the Powerball faster than you will the million, million dollar maker on FanDuel or DraftKings. So you have to start slow and, and learn from that. Are you a, a big tournament player or are you a cash player or do you do both? There's so much strategy in everything that I'm saying or everything that you're doing. And again, 
anybody that that's watching this now or will watch this, I don't know you. I don't know what kind of DFS <laughs> player you are. It's up to you to look deep down inside yourself and say, "I'm blowing my, I'm blowing a ton of money here, and I'm not winning anything. Is it worth it? Change up your routine. Change your process. Right now, I told you guys before we went live. Again, I've said it a million times. I've been playing since since it was created, and I, I've won money. I've gone gone on hot stretches, but I'm on one right now that is that is unrivaled to anything I've done before. And I'm willing to bet when that streak stops, it could be tonight. Who knows what it is? When that streak stops, what I did the last two weeks are null and void. I have to keep changing my methods and my process. That's what you what what, what we do here, and that's why you have to do that because what what you did yet yeah, and then regular real everyday life what you did yesterday it's gone it's done and over with what are you going to do today to not only be a better person but to be a better dfs player things are always changing in dfs they're always adding new scoring that the price points on these players is always changing so you as a dfs player have to be open-minded and be on your feet as well what worked for you before might not work for you tomorrow so be be you know vigilant about that hot streak is a hot streak we all get those right yeah. and everything has been coming up roses for me and i know that and i'm just waiting for the the bottom to fall out here but it, it has before and i know what to do that it, i don't stay down in the dump so one get your own process and your own method and two always be willing to change up everything that you're doing Awesome. Awesome. So what is your favorite type of DFS? I mean, are you, you know, I've seen you post so many things, hot plucking yeah. stats, you know, which I love, by the way, such a great wordplay. Thank uh, you. Frickin', it's frickin so easy. Love. It's like, That's yeah, awesome. I know. Right that is like a, kid, a kindergartner could have came up with that, but it works, right? People <laughs> yeah, took it to works. it and, and here we are. Tune into That's it. Awesome. But you know, two you things mean? I've noticed is is sex sells, right? Anything that starts with a V works because it reminds people of of vagina, right? Sex sells <laughs> and 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 swear words, cuss words. You know, oh, people love that. that. So you know, I, you I could make shirts that say "hot fucking stacks," and I'd like to think kids, you know, young kids in middle school would wear that and go, "Look." hot pucking stacks and they'd get sent to the office and then they tell yeah. the principal well i'm not swearing i'm saying pucking i'm not yeah. swearing so yeah. pucking That's a hockey term pucking yeah, yeah. absolutely look i'm not and, swearing and I'm, I'm just swear words i've just got some hockey on the market on swear words so i'm just saying <laughs> just saying well to answer but, your question hollywood right so uh which one is my favorite well in order i mean is it baseball basketball hockey you know i mean is do you prefer one over the other do you feel comfortable in all well, yeah, I feel, I feel comfortable playing them all because the methods, the methods and the process I, I do where it's universally, it works universally for, for DFS sports. Uh, personally, I like hockey DFS the best. I'm in Detroit, uh, hockey town. They're not doing, the wings aren't doing so good right now, but you know, I'm in, I'm in Detroit. So ice hockey has always been my favorite DFS and in real life. Baseball is a close second. Baseball boom is right now. Yeah. I'm sure this, you got the Stanley cup playoffs on that you're watching now. I and there's no, there's no, there's no, that's, there is no other, uh, you know, professional sport 
you know, playoff that's any better than the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's so tough. It's so hard. And it's just unbelievable. And then I would say football is third. And to be fair with you, football is probably the hardest DFS sport, you know, to hit on because now in, in today's day and age, it's so watered down. There's mil- tens of millions of people playing it. So you really have to, you know, sh- shook and jive, zig or zag with football. Yeah. So to, to be honest with you, it's hockey, baseball, and football in the same order for, for easiest to hardest. I find hockey extremely easy. Maybe it's because I'm just such a fan. I know all the ins and outs of the players and everything. Baseball, I, I find fairly – it's cha- they're all challenging, but yeah. baseball is – is I find it easy-peasy to at least, you know, get your get your entry fees back. Or all I ever try to do is, is double my entry fees, and I'm able to do that. And, again, as I said, football, it, it's interesting. It's just not my favorite favorite in terms of, of DFS. It's so tough. Which is very interesting that you said all that because <laughs> sorry, I was answering a group text here. Um, I, I find it interesting that you say hockey, would you say baseball, baseball basketball? Yeah. yeah, baseball, football, then basketball. I would put golf ahead of, uh, to be honest, I would put golf and soccer ahead of uh, basketball. I'm just not a basketball guy, but I can yeah. say this about the NBA, uh, the method that I that I use now uh, about entering uh, as many contests as I can, like only three or five uh, person entries. I, I found that years ago in basketball, I would enter and enter, enter. And before I knew it, I'd have 200 entries and I would use the, the same line in all 200 entries. I do that now with hockey. I do that now with baseball. It was just kind of a right place, right time. It just felt right, you know, playing basketball DFS that way in probably 2018. But then I, I just lost interest because I, I took that same method and used it with hockey and, and, and baseball. And I had even more success. And, oh, I enjoy both sports better than basketball anyway. So basketball DFS isn't even really on my radar anymore. Yeah, which is interesting. And this is this is the point. It, this is a two-part question here. So you're talking about your favorites, how you list them i've been dabbling a little bit in in fantasy or dfs as we call it and i don't know that i've watched one single freaking nba game during the regular season don't know that i have back in the day i used to watch them all but nowadays it just i don't know it's not interesting to me i don't give a shit but you know go ahead dfs Basketball has been the easiest for me to win money. And the reason I say that is for a couple of reasons. For basketball, I know what I have to target. I have to target players that get double-doubles. Points rebounds, points assist. Triple-doubles, that's even better. But I do know those players are the ones I have to target. I have to get those in order to have a shot at winning. I also know that a little tip that I picked up is I don't play any games where there's multiple entries. Like if you play, um, you know, a pick them game and you can enter That's a veteran seven move. times single, single or you can enter only. 20 times. I don't play those games. Single entry only is what I play, but I find it interesting that basketball single entries is where I'm winning most of my money because yeah. football, I would love to win baseball. I play hockey. I mean, I play these. I just don't know what that, and maybe I'm not explaining this right, and maybe you know what I'm understanding. What is 
football's equivalent to a double double? What is baseball's equivalent? Hockey's equivalent to that double double yeah. that I know I'm getting points. Can sure. you explain yeah. that? I, I would say am uh, I saying the right thing. Do you know no, what I'm yeah, talking about? Absolutely. In, in basketball, I, I I don't play it anymore, but I do find that the easiest uh, out of all of them, especially you know I, I, you lay off of of NBA the first like month or two of the season. Basketball right. players are creatures of habit. If if you say LeBron averages thirty points a game, averages ten rebounds, NBA players will hit their averages every night. So it's like yep. we have a crystal ball to see what the what these guys uh, you know will average there. And when it comes to like a, comparing a double double, I would like to think it's like a goal in hockey. It's like a touchdown in football, or it's like a home run in baseball because the points are, are, are so immense. It, it takes. I mean, uh, someone hits a home run, bam, you instantly get eighteen point seven points in a double double it, it accumulates here but that i would like to think that is the equivalent of a goal in hockey a home run in baseball and a touchdown in football there and really quick i know i don't want to jump ahead in the in the show sheet here but when it no, comes to good. basketball when I when I do the sports book betting, basketball, you know, playoff basketball has always been the same. You don't even have to watch the the, the whole game. All you right. got to do is tune in for the last five minutes. That's where that's what the real game is. So in, in right. sports betting on, on the FanDuel sports book, I that's when I place my bets. Like the other day, I'm being completely honest here. On I believe it was Sunday, uh, Atlanta and Philadelphia were playing game one of the of their series in Philadelphia. Atlanta was up 20-25 at one point, and I knew at the seven to five minute mark of the fourth quarter, Philadelphia is going to make a comeback and they're going to get it under 10 points. So I put, I kept putting bets in on the odds that, that uh, Philadelphia will win. I didn't expect them to win, but as the, the lead lessened and lessened and as Philadelphia, I believe cut it to five points, I was then able to cash out my bets because the, the book gets nervous. Cause if yeah. you win yeah. the bet, they have to pay you triple. Exactly. If you, if you, they, that's why they give you the cash out get out now we'll give you money because we don't want to lose our ass exactly. so i'm telling you right now basketball playoffs are a perfect time to just lie and wait get your bets in in the in the third quarter second quarter right of the team that's down the team that's down always makes a comeback in the last five yeah. to seven minutes and, and that's when of, you cash out Game yeah i'm kind of doing the same thing with WNBA. <laughs> you know i don't watch a lot of nw or wmba um I watched Candace Parker because she's a former boss. I watched her with the Los Angeles Sparks. Now I'm Hall watching of her. Yeah, yeah, Hall of Famer. Yeah. And I'm now I'm she's watching awesome. her in Chicago. So I'll follow her. But, you know, Diana Taurasi. I know some of the bigger names. Brittany, um, the girl from Baylor. Uh, Brittany Grimes. Brittany Grimes. So I know some of the bigger names. Sue Bird. But WNBA follows exactly what I'm doing with the NBA. I target double-double yeah. players, points, rebounds, points, assists, double-doubles. Yeah. And I figured that out. But for me, I just – I don't know what it is. And I'm listening to you tell me, and and maybe this is something you can show me and show our listeners, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever. But for baseball, basketball, and hockey, on an average, I can't figure out what it is that I need to do that's equivalent – to that double double, I know that double double more often than not, especially a triple double, is yeah. going to get you major points. But in the other three of the four major sports, I just can't figure it out. I just well, that's been a downfall. 
Well, to, th there's a few things that, you know, DFS in its simplest form, I said it, I tweeted it the other day and I've thought about it for, for years. DFS broken down to its simplest terms are contest selection, which you hit on single entry only. Right. Yes. And then the second portion of it, same thing with, with, with seasonal fantasy football. If the guys aren't on the field, they're not going to score points. Why would you want those people on your team? Same thing with, with, with basketball. Uh, if they're not, if these people, if these guys and girls aren't on the court, then what's the point? So when it comes to basketball, you want high minute guys and girls, 25 to 30 plus exactly. minutes a game. Do they average that? I'm going to roster them if it's a, if it's a decision between two people. Uh, in hockey, are they on the first line? Are they on the second line? What power play units are they on? The more time these skaters are on the ice, the more it'll it'll bode well for for getting a point or a goal and assist or something. Football, same thing. Offensive uh, snap shares. If they're on the field and it's a, a tight decision in my roster, who play who sees the most snaps on the field? In baseball, same thing. They have a lineup that that comes out a few hours before the game. If, if a player isn't confirmed in the batting order, why would you roster him? He's in the dugout. He's not scoring points. So it's universal across all the all the DFS sports. Uh, is that guy or is that girl? getting minutes, getting playing time, getting ice time. And that's the easiest way to think of it. Yeah. Right. And, and one more thing I want to touch on. I know we're, you got to go here in a little bit, so I'm trying to rush, but we've talked about, you know, for instance, double doubles, goal scored, touchdown scored or whatever. Yeah. Can you touch real quick on the monetary value? So, you know, I'll use basketball for instance. Kevin Durant, you know, you're playing him at power forward, small forward, whatever the position is. And he's the second, he's the like the most expensive player on the slate. Kind exactly. Of thing. You've got to, you got to figure in that price. You can't just pick like in basic, you got $50,000 to pick six, seven players. So, you know, you can't pick the top scoring player or the top price player at every position yeah. how do you handle that price what, what's sure. your method for that to be honest if i may real quick a shameless yeah. plug what your question is exactly uh the idea that that birthed bottom of the barrel my my football dfs article we all know those high price studs to to roster but we can't fit them all in we we have right. a fictitious you know amount of money a salary cap there so who are those cheaply uh, you know, uh, priced players that will that will score, help your lineup pop to complement the Kevin Durant's, the LeBron James uh, people here. And that's the beauty behind DFS. And I still, I don't think I'll ever figure it out how and why they price people that they do. I mean, very simply put, if a play, Mike Trout is going to be expensive because he's good, he produces. LeBron yeah. James, Kevin, th these guys are good. That That's why they're expensive because they're going to put up the most points here. But those, those lower tiered skaters or basketball players, whatever, you know, their price prices fluctuate. And that's where we get into the thing where uh, it, it's called chalk or fade. Chalk is, you know, your no-brainer plays. Mike, Tr Mike Trout is chalk. LeBron James is chalk. And that means in your contest, whichever one it is, single entry GPP, chalk is going to be heavily owned. Ownership percentages are going to be through the roof. So that just makes that player a free square. If us three are playing in a contest and we all, all have LeBron James or Mike Trout, well, th those numbers are a wash. Where are right. we going to set our lineups uh, apart from the, from the crowd? What's that one or two players that's going to make this thing pop? And that's where you find them in those in those bottom of the the barrel, if I may say. 
say the way they're priced here. And again, you know, if I can get a guy in baseball just because it's it's baseball season, you know, if I have you know uh, thirty five thousand dollars is the starting fictitious salary for for a baseball team, right? If I have my my roster filled out and I have two thousand dollars left, that's the bare minimum for a player. Then you look at the batting order. Is this guy leading off? Well, he's going to get one extra at bat in a game if he's leading right. off. If the guy's seventh, eighth, or ninth, then I'm going to go for the, the for the guy that's leading off here. So again. I, I don't want to make your head spin. I mean, it's just a lot <laughs> to take in, but, and, you know, and, and it, it can be, uh, you know, demoralizing or it can turn people off because they don't want to learn it and they don't, they don't think like this here, but that's why they price the, the, these kids and these guys the way they do. So prices, obviously it's very, uh, you know, indicative, indicated of how much or who you're going to roster there. So, uh, so yeah, would you say that you go, and this is me thinking, off the top of my head, didn't mean to interrupt you, but would you go more, let's say you got seven spots, eight spots to fill. Would you go more top heavy with your higher price guys and try to fill in bottom feeders? Or are you kind of more trying to average those prices out? I'll be honest with you. I, I don't, uh, I don't think I've ever uh, built a roster that way based on, on the, the player's price. I always, again, as I said, in the beginning of the show, I have a process, I have a method. I follow the numbers and the numbers aren't the, the players prices on FanDuel or DraftKings. I, I follow the real life numbers. Like you said, uh, how, how often are they, are they on the ice or in, on the diamond, you know, things like that, the uh, opposing awesome. pitcher, opposing goalie. So I, I follow the real life numbers for, First, and then I fill in my lines and then I, I, I cut and add where I can. I've never built a lineup based purely on price. It's always uh, chasing the numbers, the overs, the unders. Looking at Vegas odds is huge. Vegas has been around for God and how long, boys? And they, they always win. They never, yes. they never lose. So Vegas knows everything. They know a lot more than I do. So I look there too. So uh, not putting you down, Hollywood. I just, no, never, no, no, no. I never build a line based on the, the, their fake, you know, fan duel, uh, you know, price points. I, I no, build it I, on, I mean, that's on real I'm life numbers. Questions because I feel like so many people that's hit me in my DMs, they're asking the same freaking questions that I have because yeah. I just don't know. And I, that's why I wanted you on tonight because. I think it's growing, you know, whether you play oh, baseball, absolutely. basketball, football, hockey, soccer, darts, whatever. The People are eating this shit up right now. They, they, are, mean, yeah. they are just, you, you, you know, can't get yeah. enough. And, and I'm one of them. I can't get enough of what you're teaching me right now. That's why I'm asking some of these questions. Um, so kind of, you kind of mentioned it. FanDuel, DraftKings, is there a preference for you? Yeah, it's a FanDuel, one hundred percent. I I played I've played on DraftKings before, but I've never won anything. You know, anything substantial. It just uh, it's not for me. Not putting them down. You know, I right. know people that are the complete opposite. They're one hundred percent on DraftKings, but see, I'm FanDuel, on DraftKings, but it's more because I have an issue with FanDuel. Uh, I have an issue I've, with DraftKings. So <laughs> I mean, well, my issue with FanDuel is somehow I've created two accounts. Oh yeah, they don't. Well, yeah, you could skew the 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 games right. to your advantage if and you I've if I create ten accounts them, and I hey, get. Hey, I don't people. use FanDuel enough. I don't even know what my accounts are. Can you please delete one of them and let me use it? And I have gotten nowhere with it. So I just kind of dropped them and went with DraftKings, and that's kind of where I've been st stuck. That in action twenty four seven because it's like I said, a locally owned Tennessee thing. 
but those have been the two sets I've been using the most. Let me tell you a personal story real quick, and it's it's not a okay. good one. It's it's awful. I'm over it now, but uh, right around uh, during the, the, the football playoffs, I'm not sure if you guys uh, know, but it, around there, I, you know, leading up to the games on Sunday, I pu- I published bottom of the barrel, and then I would tweet out, you know, I'd hashtag the teams, I'd get interactions, and I would give away free sample lineups. Didn't charge a dime for them, and they were, they were high-end. People were winning in droves, messaging me, showing me screenshots right from fans handle in DraftKings. Well, one day uh, my DraftKings account was locked and I got an email and come to find out during the, at the end of the football season, somebody on social media turned me in. They, they oh, called shit. DraftKings. I'm not kidding here. They called wow. DraftKings and said, Hey, this guy is sharing free lineups and he's giving them away and, and this and that. So DraftKings and I went back and forth emails. We talked on the phone come to find out they wanted to, well, you can play on DraftKings, but we want a full audit of your personal email. We want a full audit of your personal uh, wow. uh, social, social media accounts. And I said, absolutely not. I'm not charging anything. I'm not charging anybody a dime. I'm giving my, my, I don't want to say gift because that makes me seem like a, a narcissist, but I'm giving my knowledge uh, away to other people so they yeah. can kind of get a hang of it. Or if they're in a pinch and they want to use one of my lines, that's why I'm giving it away. But someone, some miserable person, you know, must've been jealous, right? They were jealous or the, or they were, you know, not happy with that. I was taking away from what they were doing and yeah. they turned me in. And I, I just, I told DraftKings, uh, well, thank you, but I have no interest with with furthering this this relationship here we have. So I'm, uh, they canceled my account. So I'm no longer welcome on, on DraftKings because someone, you know, felt obligated to, you know, turn me in. And all I've ever done is try to help people, share my process and help people. I've never, I've never asked for a dime. I've never right. said, uh, you know, put you down, your line sucks, use mine. I've never, there's ne- there was never any uh, competition with me and, and everybody else. So uh, it hit me pretty hard. I was pretty upset. I wasn't sad. I was upset that someone yeah. would go out of their way to do that when I spent the, so much hard work and time during the season. And then, you know, taking time out of, uh, of what I'm doing on a Sunday or a Thursday night game to just, you know, share, you know, what I came up with lineup wise that day. So that, that upset me pretty much. And I mean, and that's cool, right? Cause I told you I've always been a hundred percent fan duel and that'll never change. And, and I, I did, by the way, if it matters, story has a nice ending emailed FanDuel. I told them what happened and, and am I allowed to, to give away, you know, uh, some, some FanDuel, uh, what, what, what can I put this like fake lineups or advice? And they said, yeah, absolutely. We don't mind. So FanDuel and I are on good terms because that would completely, uh, ruin me if I wasn't able to play on FanDuel too. So, Yeah, I mean, you were genuinely just trying to, like you said, share your knowledge and, and help people out that were looking for some advice and to get to get some skin in the game in the DFS game. So, yeah, well, man, that's too bad that that happened that way. And it's not, it's not, it, it didn't change it then. And it's not going to change right. my long-term outlook now, right? Uh, right. Bottom of the barrel right. will still, will still uh, yeah. give price points for the FanDuel people and the, and the FanDuel players and everything. It just stinks that, you know, every once in a while, DraftKings would give away, you know, money. It'd be like a no brainer kind of bet. Same thing yeah. with the spark yeah. books, right? And FanDuel would do that. And that's when I would, that's when I would play, but that is no more. And I'm okay with that. I made peace with it very, very early on because if I let someone miserable and or, or jealous, you know, ruin me, then I'm just as bad and that whole thinking. 
All right. And I see some of that stuff now because, like I said, I play a lot of DraftKings and a lot of Action 24-7. Action 24-7, they're giving – because they're Tennessee-based, you know, they're located here in Tennessee. you got to be in Tennessee to use them. They're giving a lot of Tennessee bonuses, Grizzlies. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have some awesome. They have some awesome bonuses though, and offers. Oh, God. and it's a great They're move. Awesome. That's a great move. Yeah, yeah. that's it's a really sign good. of a good. It's off that's, the chart. That, that, that's just good business, right? Yeah. No matter what yeah. kind of website and I see or some of the, whatever service, that's it, just good business. Yeah, and I see some of the same stuff with DraftKings on a bigger scale because you know, like Tennessee and Vanderbilt are both in the uh, college baseball World Series now. You know, they're holding the super regionals, so you can get extra bonuses on those bets. Um, so I see some of that stuff. I know we've talked a lot about DFS sportsbook wise. And for me, I find it, and it's just a lack of knowledge. That's why I'm picking your brain so much. On the sportsbook side, I think I find it a little easier for me to win than I do the daily fantasy. Because like prop bets, especially player yeah. prop bets, I'm hitting some home runs there, and and there's some good, the you payouts know, you're are fantastic. Some good, uh, oh gosh, yeah. If you if you can hit some, on some of those, like tonight, I got uh, Donovan Mitchell. I think it is. Okay, Help yeah, me. for uh, he plays for Utah. Yes, over uh, you know over twenty nine. I seen. Today, some spots they're saying, you know, he's going to score over 30. I go to DraftKings, he's at over 29. I'm jumping all over that because yeah. he's basically scored 30 plus. He's basically scoring a point per minute. If you feel he's going to play 30, 35 30 minutes, minutes, yeah, you know, if he's going to play 30, 35 minutes at a point per minute, that's 30, 35. And you, you smash the over and, and take those. So, on Player props on the sports book side, you know, taking money lines. I've been a little more successful. That's why I really wanted you on because I wanted to learn more on the DFS side and what I'm doing wrong or what I need to do. With yeah. that said, do you play a lot of the sports book side or do you even mess with that? Oh, I absolutely do mess with it. I, I don't do I don't do any sports book on a daily basis. FanDuel every day, all day for me. And sports book, you know, I, I do like when it's fun. Like the, there's a PGA tournament that just started today, I think. So I threw some, you know, outright winners like Brooks Brooks Kopka. I think I put fifty bucks, and if he wins outright, I win eight hundred or, so, or something wild like that. So when I find, uh, you know, for for my entertainment, that's what sports book or DFS is. Yeah. When you think about it, it's for our entertainment and sportsbook again to anybody that that has never used sportsbook or they or they just started and they don't know what they're doing you know let's say for right now for, for for the sake of the conversation baseball is in full swing there's different websites and, and, and even dfs sites you can go to that have the real life uh game uh predictions right so if there's a, a four game slate and it's boston and new york and detroit and uh you know, Cleveland, right? And it says, you know, Boston and New York, uh, the final is going to be about eight to one, eight to two right there. That, so that's 10 runs. If I go to the sports book and say over under uh, runs is six and a half or five and a half, well, that's a major advantage. I can get over uh, on that bet because they're predicted to score 10 total combined, but the over under is only at six and a half or seven. So there's a major disconnect there and I'm going to use that to my advantage. So that's just one, um, you know, 
helpful tip that I use uh, every day. Because again, even with DFS, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, when, when the clock, when everything's at zero here, but I can be well informed, and that's my process, my method, and taking my notes, and then I can spin that to my advantage to win a couple bucks. Right. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, yeah, it is. So, are you, on the other side of DFS, are you playing like? Do you play a lot of like money lines? Do you play like a lot of under overs? Do you take the point spread? Um, yeah. Do you play more of the player props? I mean, do you have a preference there that you're using or going towards? Yeah, I, I've always been good since I was, uh, you know, uh, born and raised on the east side of Detroit. So, you know, back then they had, you know, there was real oh, life shit. bookies around. I'm so, and- so sorry. You said that and instantly I done had Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Born and raised on the east side of Philly is where I was raised. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know those, sorry, those tickets. Sorry. You know, you know those tickets, you know, they, they go around a lot of shops, right, where the teams are listed and there's a, they're just one chronologically listed. And then the point spread, and then you circle what bets you like at the bottom, yeah, tear that right. piece off and you give it back to the bookie. Uh, my, my dad was playing those when I was little at work. Yeah, and so he would ask me when I was like knee high to a grasshopper. Yeah. yeah. Because, because again, people still like beginners love. And you right? have the and cards. I, if I remember correctly, yeah. you have the cards. And I'm not thinking twice about it. I'm not emotionally connected to these bets. I'm, I'm just going from there. So at a, I, I've been good with point spreads at a young age, right? So I carry that over now. To answer your question, my favorite bets on the FanDuel sports books are over-unders. Over-under, you know, 50 total points in a football game. Over-under, you know, nine, nine uh, runs in a baseball game. That's where, I, that's where I make my hay, as they say, by the bay. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome stuff, man. Um, I guess we kind of skipped over this or maybe we kind of mentioned it. What is your best advice for beginners, whether they're getting into DFS, sports book, player props, over-unders, whatever they're doing, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, hockey, what is some of your, what is your best advice for beginners? Uh, First and foremost, start slow. Right. This isn't a, a feel good uh, Hollywood movie. You're not going to win a million dollars, you know, your first day playing, you know, betting sports or playing DFS. Start slow and build a method. Build like find your your where you're comfortable. Right. Because, again, I know like anything new, you start a new job, you, you start dating a new uh, girl or guy and you, you get uh, you're a little bit overwhelmed. You don't know what to do, what to say. And you go from there. Same thing with DFS. It'll eat you alive. You know, eat your insecurities alive everything if, if you're not comfortable with what you're doing first don't bet more money than you can lose seriously if you got if you need exactly. help or anything there's hotlines you can message me whatever you want to do yep. don't get in don't get in over your head there's nothing as good good as going to come from that and start yep. slow try try all of the contests that you see very cheap so that you can get in contests for for five cents you can get in contests yep. for 10 cents but get in yep. all those different you know G, uh, big big tournaments uh you know uh cash games 50 50s multipliers start doing those but you don't have to log it but every a day of the week do something different Monday, I'm going to do tournaments. Tuesday, I'm going to do cash games. Wednesday, I'm going to do 50-50s and see what yields you the best results. What do you have the most fun doing in terms of contest and go from there? Again, you're not going to hop in on FanDuel or DraftKings and just 
blow out the blow out and, and turn the world by storm. It's not going to happen. You have to be comfortable and start slow and go from there. Choose what route you want to go. Right. And, and glad you said some of that stuff for me. I, I'm still trying to learn. I'm still trying to digest all this. For me, it's been right now. My hot thing's been basketball. And I'm doing single entry. I'm staying away from multiple entry because I just don't want no part of that. Single entry, and I'm doing double doubles, 50-50s. That's where I'm, I feel comfortable. That's where I've been winning. So I'm kind of sticking with that. As you said, I'm kind of finding my groove. Um, yeah. I mean, just – and like you said, you, the, don't bet more than what you can afford. You know, just kind of Never roll with good. it. You know, I just made a small deposit, 25, 50, whatever it was, and I've kind of rolled from there. And when I win, I'm kind of cashing out what I win and keeping that bankroll. Oh, absolutely. I do the same exact thing every Friday. Every Friday, without fail, I I withdraw some money. And every Friday, it's like uh, two paychecks. I I cash out some FanDuel. uh, I leave, you know, I cash out my profits and I leave the rest in. And then I play the following week. And then I've been doing this. I've had the same method for about five years now. Every Friday, I cash out and then I use the rest to play with. At that point, if I'm cashing out and the money's already in my pocket or in my my bank account, then what's left on FanDuel is fun money. You take a little bit more risk because right. you've already gotten paid. Right, exactly. So I know you got to cut out here in a second. Um, I guess let's call it breaking news. You know, me and you were kind of talking before we started recording here. Uh, huge fan of yours for a long time. You you know, you've been good to me. I've been good to you. Uh, you've jumped on the draft shows. You've been on IDP Nation, done all kinds of stuff. Um so I think going forward, if it's okay with you, we're going to do like a weekly segment. We record each week. Uh, we're going to have you drop a, a uh, your hot takes. You know, if we record on Thursday, you're going to give us yeah. a couple picks for Friday or whatever. Uh, and Correct. even if we can, when you're not busy, because we know you're a busy man, everybody loves Detroit Beastie. <laughs> you know, they're trying <laughs> to get you, some yeah. of him. Um, not everybody. Yeah, you know, so, well. <laughs> Yeah, well, more than they are Hollywood, I'm just saying. But, uh, you know, we'd love to have you drop by for a few minutes or if you want to stay with the whole show, Absolutely. Uh, you know, give your uh, give your picks out or whatever. And on the nights that you're busy or, or have prior engagements, you can send me something and we'll say, hey, here's our Detroit Bisty um, hot pucking stat or whatever it is that you want us to uh, include. So I think we're kind of partnering up here is what I'm trying to That's say. That's awesome. I think so, yeah, and I look forward to it. We can uh, get together. We can entertain some people. We can have some laughs. But most importantly, we can we can win some money. We can get on the right track yes. in terms of betting. So, again, uh, thank you for the opportunity. I'm not going to, I don't, not going to take it lightly here, and uh, I, I very much appreciate it. No, a couple things here. You know, we talked about it, the hate going around or – whatever you want to call it, you know, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is, just the world in general. You know what? I don't care. I don't care. If I can bring bring Detroit Beastie on and share some stuff and he can help me win and I can help him win and we can help everybody win, I don't care as long as we're all winning, you know? (laughs) So so good stuff. Um, Yeah. It's just a win-win for all of us. 
really uh, thank you for uh, doing this coming on the show thank you as i said we kind of talked about this before and we will i guess this week we'll uh, tighten this up and decide yeah, we'll be in touch i feel like i feel like we'll be in touch we'll talk and before i get out of here i want to say thank you uh to both of you for having me here and, and I, I talked a lot here uh cable no, hasn't said anything in like an hour so i feel bad i've kind of hogged oh, all the hogged well, all the time here but i do want to say hold up. Uh, don't the- worry about kyle because he never says anything he just sits <laughs> over there that's why okay. i fire him every week <laughs> Uh, go ahead sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you no worries before i split i just want to say like individually i can do a lot on your own hollywood you could probably do a lot k bell you could probably do a lot on yourself or about yourself for yourself too but together we can do more so so quit the selfish behavior uh quit the the bickering quit with the the tearing people down by yourself you can only get so far together we can go to the moon i dig it man so hey take Hold on, Daryl. Let me get one word in. I just Yeah, no, no, no. So, I was gonna give him it, but go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to say thanks for joining us, Beastie. And I look forward to the, the you know your segment and the picks coming up. And uh, I know you gotta take off, but man, this was this was really good. This was awesome. I, I, I was I was just uh soaking it in the whole time. So go you ahead. You know it was gonna be good when we chatted for 30 minutes before <laughs> it was supposed to start at nine and yeah. we didn't even go live for what five, you know, nine thirty, right, right. something like that. So right. the just carried, carried that momentum there. Kyle's <laughs> always delaying, you know. I say nine and it's nine thirty because he wants to keep talking. But uh, before you go real quick, tell us what you're doing and where you're at real quick so everybody knows and they can follow you. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Detroit Beastie, uh, working my way through my seasonal projections. My rankings are already out. Uh, my top 250 plus my 100 IDP guys, you can find that on Fantasy Pros right now. And in terms of, of what I'm working on, not much, just day to day, I'm doing my DFS stuff. And again, I don't want to burn out. I'm lying in wait and I'm going to pounce on everybody when we get closer to the actual NFL season. Awesome. Yes. Follow Detroit Beastie. Yes. Chris, he is amazing when it comes to Thank DFS you. and gambling and has one of the best Twitter cats. In oh, the, the best. Be- Beastie's the best. Uh, she's she's internet famous Beastie and has no is idea. The best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I look at baby girls. She's sitting over here on my recliner and I'm like, why can't, why can't you be like Beastie? And she's just like, Meow. You no, know, give a crap. So. Yeah, All right, boys, you have shit, a good evening, and I, I'll be in touch. Take care, man. Thanks again. Thank, thank you, Beastie. Awesome, Kyle. Yeah, man, man that was uh, very interesting. Freaking, he dropped some sure. freaking knowledge on us right there. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. Mine freaking blowing, and I was so interested to hear some of the stuff, baseball, you know, all sports, but, you know, I've kind of been digging at this a little bit, and – basketball has been my thing right now with the double doubles. I know to play single entry only leagues, I play 50, 50 or double up top leagues. And I know to follow the double doubles, you know, like points, rebounds, points, assist, um, definitely going to be picking beasties brain. So glad that he agreed to, uh, give us a exclusive each week you know maybe he drops in maybe he doesn't but on the weeks that he don't we're going to be posting his stuff and uh man i I think it's a hot thing he's in a market that's really hot right now people are gambling on all kinds of things and i think dfs and sportsbook you know DraftKings, action 24 7 fanduel all those things mgm 
um, so many things going on right now. So many good player props, team bets. You know, there's just so much. Um, like I said, I play a lot of DraftKings, and there's some no-brainer smashes. You know, uh, a few weeks ago, I got uh, when Memphis Grizzlies were still playing. Bet one dollar, uh, or bet twenty-five on uh, Ja Morant to score one point, yeah. and you can double your bet. He's going to score one point easily. Smash accept. Right. So, you know, I'm betting the 25 to win 50, double up right there. That's a no-brainer. And I'm sure – and I've seen a lot of FanDuel doing that. I've seen a lot of Action 24-7, NGM. I've seen all these groups doing that. So, yeah, just check out these odds boosts. Go see what their specials are, what their promos are. I mean, there's a lot of enticing things there. Uh, if you're using Action 24-7 – when you make that deposit, Hollywood 100, that's really important. It's not just for us. It's helping you. You know, if you bet, if you deposit 200, they're going to give you four. If you do 100, they're going to give you 200. So go, you know, when you make that deposit, make sure you're using that promo code, and then you can kind of almost double down on those bets too. So, man, what an action-packed show. I, I knew Beastie would bring it because he's just – it's just something that I didn't know a lot about, and I knew he would no man, yeah, he definitely uh, knows his stuff, and it was uh, very, very intriguing. And I uh, just sat back and soaked it in, man. Definitely awesome stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Great show, man. I mean, I've had a lot of people hit me up in DMs and say, "Hey, what do you know about DFS, or what do you know about sports book, or over unders, or money lines, and stuff like that?" And I'm like, you know, you I, seriously, I you need to go talk to Detroit Beastie. He's yep. one of the best that I know at this. He can steer you in the right direction. So, absolutely. Um, if y'all are listening, now you know who you need to go to. And so good that he's going to partner up with us a little bit, give us some weekly picks or whatever. Um, maybe we do something once this gets going. Maybe we get him on the Patreon for some special stuff. Um, you know, he's been on our pre-draft shows, our draft shows, all that good stuff. He's always been willing and able to come on our show, and we thank him so much for that. So uh, thank you, Detroit uh, Beastie, for that. So love it. Um, man, Kyle, time flew by. It's been Pretty an hour good. and 20 minutes. It feels like 10 minutes. Right. Um, time flies when you're having fun, they say, Daryl. You know – it does. It really does. Um, we've covered our sponsors. We've covered everything else. Oh, the IDP Rookie Magazine. Yes. It's out. You can get a digital. You can get a hard copy. Um, offensive only, IDP only, or you can get the bundle. Go check it out at IDP, guys. So many good people. When And the bundle gets Way you the magazine. The, the, the bundle gets you the magazines, access to all the rankings and all the yep. all the premium content on the website, so you get it all. So that's a that's a pretty good deal, man. That's awesome. And yeah, the, rankings, the, like you said, the, the magazines, the, everything. And there's people yeah. way better than me. So, oh, me too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Some me, really you, smart people. Dan, Coach, Eric, um, Joey, Sean, Todd, Joey, Todd, Todd, Eric. Uh, so many people. Join in on this, and it's just amazing what we've done in year two. 
yeah, it's uh, man, it's it was a pleasure to be a part of, and it, it was super exciting the whole way, and it turned out awesome. Um, what over 120 profiles, offense, defense, and it gives you, you know, analysis on the player strengths, weaknesses, landing spot, um, draft, you know, just you got everything you need for for every player right there for you. So it's it's super awesome, and the the layout's sharp as heck. Nate did an awesome job as always. Um, yeah, it's. It's 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 uh it was a blast to do and it turned out fantastic. Yeah, I, I mean it was a lot of work. I ain't gonna lie, but man, yeah. it's so worth it. If you yeah. bought last year's editions, um, this year's are gonna blow it out of the water. I mean, yep, we put so much work into this, and let's give faith and uh, Biddy and those guys oh, that are doing the behind faith, the scenes editing. Oh man, yeah. they yeah, Faith and Jeremy and Biddy did some too, I believe. But yeah, yeah. like they they and that they did a ton of work editing work. That's a lot of editing to do it. They got to clean up me and yours blabbering about whatever, yeah. right? Especially <laughs> no, Faith. I mean, Faith is on us. Hey, do yeah. this, do that, clean this up, do this. This is yeah. not right. And I'm like, and they're awesome. Uh, she she's awesome. You know, they I could tell her to go away, but I couldn't because I knew she was right. She's helping us, man. Helping us get better and making our stuff actually readable. <laughs> no, she's hey, awesome, and, and so did Jeremy. Faith is awesome. She, too. you know, she's a teacher, I think. Um, so she is doing such a great job helping us clean up our stuff as far as yeah. writing. Uh, great, not great team. that she's a great fancy football mind too. I mean, oh she yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So yeah, don't discount her work. But yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Her. Oh, yeah. Check her yeah. out. So yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Oh man. Um, you got anything else, Kyle? I got nothing, man. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I think we covered it all tonight. I mean, it was a great show with Beastie, and uh, I wanted to pick his brain about everything and see where he was at. So, um, yeah, follow us on Patreon too. That's, you know, that's our next thing. Be sure to follow us on Patreon. If you sign up for our top tier of the Patreon, you're getting uh, Ethan Turner, who's been on our show a couple of times. And as you know, he does the rookie injury guide. And I'm telling you right now, it's awesome. That thing is freaking amazing. Whatever you pay for our Patreon, that magazine will pay for it itself. Uh, don't even worry about our Patreon. Just, just do the top tier to get the magazine. It's well worth it. That magazine's probably a $20 magazine easily. Uh, he breaks it it's down. Awesome. You know, he goes back as far as middle school. He goes back as far as he can to try to find injuries and the impact and what they have. It's a game changer magazine. It's something for the past two years that I have, and it's made me look at fantasy completely different. So go check that out. Um, you know, support us with the Patreon, but at the same time, you're getting that magazine. So check that out. And as always, you know, if you're a listener, check out our Patreon. Again, what do you want to hear from us? What do you want us to do? You want us to break down our your rosters, uh, inside information. There's a lot of good stuff that we do on Patreon that we don't do here. Uh, probably not going to do one tonight, but we'll do a Patreon next week if Kyle's ready to. Um, but just hit us up. You know, all kinds of chats, all kinds of good stuff. So be sure to let us know what you want to hear, what you need from us. We're glad to help. Absolutely. Uh, man, 
Aaron 25 minutes and it felt like it was five minutes. <laughs> right. Flew right by. Flew right by. Um, Kyle, tell them what you're working on, what you're doing, where you're at. Oh yeah. Just, you know, it's, uh, it's off season stuff started here a little bit. So just, uh, kind of combing through the info coming out. Um, I just uh, wrote a little Rashawn Gary year three article. That one's near and dear to me being a Michigan and a Packer fan. So um, that was my latest thing I worked on. Just to, I think he's he's up for uh, for a nice year this year, take another step forward, um, should, should be out of the field more, and then I expect him to, uh, to, to keep progressing. Um, yeah, working on that and then just kind of, you know, getting ready getting ready for the season here and, and getting ready, keeping up on the college news since you turned me into a, a college football nut. <laughs> I did. I did. But yeah, um, just uh, getting ready, to, you know, to, to take in all the, all the rumors and, and news and who's doing what and who might be doing what and, and keeping up on stuff. And uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter at, at KBell 54 and uh, always available for questions or anything at all. Feel free to hit me up. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at idpguys.org, rankings, articles, IDP, IDP Devi, all kinds of good stuff. Um, follow me on here at IDP Nation Podcast. Follow me on the Devi IDP Grind Podcast. If you're into campus can't stuff, uh, Reddit, King Titan 1, so much going on. Um, Kyle, you killed it with the Rashawn Gary article, man. So Thanks, good. buddy. Thanks. I appreciate that, man. I really do. Yeah, I shared that everywhere. Appreciate um, you. That one was fun for me, being a Packer fan and a Michigan Yeah, fan. and actually <laughs> I own him in quite a few leagues late last season. I'm going to say playoff last season to now. I've acquired him in a few leagues kind of cheap, so I was curious yeah. to your thoughts. Uh, in some of the leagues, I acquired him away from Douge, uh, who we know we're in a couple leagues with and I got him off of him and he was really high on him. And I'm like, you know, it was a tough sale or a tough trade, but I got him and I was like, okay. Yeah. So um, I'm glad to see you think so highly of him. I hope it pans out. I do too. Yeah. I, I you know, it's uh, he, he took a step forward last year and he, he played well down the stretch, which I love to see. He came up big for green Bay when they needed him, and he was, awesome against the Rams in the playoffs, uh, finished the year strong. And, um, you know, I, I still think the best is yet to come. So in leagues where he gets that edge DL tag, I think uh, he could be a, a nice player to have in your roster to see how he kind of, you know, ascends this year. Like, like I'm projecting, I guess. Um, but yeah, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him out there this year. Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, remember to follow us. At uh, IDP Nation, check out Davy IDP Grind. You know, play all your leagues on the MFL. Get your awards, belts, rings, titles at uh, TrophySmack.com, and follow us uh, at IDPGuys.org. And as always, you know, if you're in Tennessee, do the uh, Action Twenty Four Seven. If you like to gamble. Um, um. Stay tuned and follow us on the Patreon. We got a lot of good stuff going over there. So, uh, man, Beastie brung the fire tonight. I knew he would. He sure did. Absolutely. I mean, we didn't even have to say nothing because he 
just yep. give him a couple questions and he'll take off. So yep. um, I love that. I Good thought stuff. it was a great topic because like I said, I got a few questions in my DMs. Hey, what do you know about this and that and the other? And I thought it was the perfect opportunity to bring him in and drop some knowledge. So we thank awesome. him for coming on. Yep. Follow him at Detroit Beastie. He's got all kinds of yep. things going on, undroppables. So be sure to follow him. Um, if you don't have anything else, Kyle, I think we can call this a wrap. Yeah, I, I got nothing, buddy. And I didn't even fire you tonight. You're lucky. Uh, You're freaking lucky. You got one in there. Oh, did I? Yeah, you did. Huh. Well, you know. Which is, that's a pretty slow night for you, so. That's a pretty slow night, but at least it didn't break the streak. So, you know. Yeah. You're still, you streaks know. alive. Streaks alive. Streaks alive. Joe DiMaggio, baby. I'm going for 64 straight. Peace out. I'm out. Tighten up. Go back.